Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good, a- good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco Land Rollers and tillage equipment. Today, the hot weather has arrived, depending on where you are in the province. We spoke with Environment Canada for the latest. Saskatchewan's Ag Minister is not concerned about current tensions between Canada and China. And we'll check on the state of the provincial bee population. Farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. Saskatchewan will be feeling the heat to begin the week. Temperatures for today and tomorrow were in the high 20s. But as Environment Canada meteorologist Natalie Hazel tells us, it's not into warning territory just yet. Uh, Apologies for the technical difficulties there. The beauties of technology sometimes, it's both a blessing and a curse. So Natalie Hazel uh, talked a little bit about the warning criteria for uh, Environment Canada. We're not at that warning territory just yet. And so with that in mind and with seeding underway, it's a good reminder to check on others to ensure they're okay when it's hot outside. There are members of the population who are more at risk when we're talking about heat. So the very old, the very young, uh, any chronic diseases, especially the cardiovascular ones, so trouble um, breathing, um, lung issues, heart issues, that includes diabetes, uh, kidney disease might be in there as well. And we also mention, um, or our messaging typically says uh, that you know some people dealing with chronic uh, conditions, that the condition itself might not be the problem, but the medication they're on to manage it could make them more susceptible. Pregnant people are affected by the heat. And of course, you have folks who have uh, maybe fewer choices. So folks who have a home but who don't have access to air conditioning, people who have lost power and then don't have access to air conditioning either, And of course, the the homeless population are exposed to a lot of the outdoor conditions for extended periods of time. Anyone who's working in these conditions should talk to their boss about scheduling breaks uh, so that they can find a way to cool off every so often. And of course, we are dealing also with uh, hazy conditions, smoke conditions, as there are fires um, a little bit everywhere now, but especially in Alberta, 
in parts of Saskatchewan. And the folks who are susceptible to the heat are the same people who are more susceptible to smoke. So the combination of the two is difficult. And you might want to avoid using air conditioning unless you have a really good filter so that you can avoid drawing in bad quality air from the outside into your house or into your office space. Natalie Hazel is a meteorologist with Environment Canada. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch. For Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt is not worried about the current tensions between Canada and China. The latest spat saw Canada expel a Chinese diplomat over allegations of foreign interference, and China responded by expelling a Canadian diplomat. When asked if he is concerned about possible retaliation by China by banning other Canadian exports, Merritt said on Thursday he isn't concerned because we've diversified our exports to other markets. Our companies are, are so diverse in moving things. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, China is a market for us as well. I, I talked to a company this morning that's uh, doing business in China as well. And, uh, but there are so many uh, global players now for our product. I mean, you just look at what's happened in Mexico alone. We've gone to well over a billion dollars in exports into Mexico where three or four years ago we were like five, six hundred million. So we're seeing that market grow. The U.S. market is growing again. Uh, we're seeing obviously seeing growth there. Uh, Indonesia is growing for us. Uh, uh, United Emirates is, is becoming a big player as well. So there's so many factors now and so many uh, players in the world that will adjust to all of that. I would hope they won't. Um, you know, they got to feed their, their folks as well. So hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get through all that. Merritt also said with the latest trade office established in Berlin, Germany, the province has the world covered for trading. Meantime, ban on Canadian beef by China continues 17 months after it began. Beijing imposed restrictions on our beef after a case of atypical BSE was found in an Alberta cow back in 2021. Unlike classic BSE, atypical BSE poses no health risk to people and can't be transmitted. But our relationship with China has changed a great deal in those 17 months. In addition to current tensions, the Huawei incident a few years back led to Beijing banning imports of canola from two major shippers on the prairies that continued for years. Canada's food processor, Dr. S Professor rather, Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, was asked what's going to happen this time. Last week I was in Ottawa meeting with some commodity groups and uh, it, it's like the big elephant in a room. Nobody wants to talk about it, but everyone's nervous. And uh, and I think they have every right to be nervous uh, considering what has happened in recent years. Um, some experts are, are claiming that, uh, that we saw the start of the second Cold War uh, back uh, a few years ago. And I agree. I agree with them. I actually think that right now uh, there's there's a a new world order um, in which China wants 
to dominate. Not necessarily the world, but it wants to dominate. It wants a voice, and it wants to be quite influential. We, we're seeing that with the, with Ukraine, we're, and we're seeing that with trades. And uh, during the first Cold War, it was all about uh, how to militarize your influence. And uh, But for the second World War, it's going to be a, a little bit um, less subtle. It's going to be through AI and, and intelligence and data and cybersecurity and uh and it's already happening right now. And so commodity groups, obviously, uh, you're always uh, one decision away from seeing your access to a market being uh, being compromised. And so we sell for maybe about $9 billion worth of agri-food products to China right now, and it's growing exponentially. And, uh, and that's why... That's why groups don't want that to change anytime soon. But it's a good thing that I think Ottawa is, is, is opening up a uh, Asian Pacific office. It's, it's a good thing also that we're starting to look at India as well, because down the road, I think, unlike the first Cold War, where we picked the winning part of winning the winning camp, which was the U.S., uh, this time around, it's there's no really two sides. There are more than just two sides, and it's going to get way more complicated. That's Canada's food professor, Dr. Sylvain Charlebois. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Agri-View with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. CN and CPKC Rails supplied a combined 96% of hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 40, a slight improvement from the previous week's 95% order fulfillment performance. The slight improvement reflects a small decline in performance for CN and a modest increase for CPKC. In supplying 97% of hopper cars ordered on time in Week 40, CN's performance dipped modestly from the 98% posted in Week 39 and remained above the 90% performance threshold for the fourth straight week and eighth time in the last nine weeks. CPKC order fulfillment performance improved slightly, with the railway supplying 95% of cars ordered, up from the 94% order fulfillment performance seen the previous week. CPKC also remains above the 90% threshold for the fourth straight week and seventh time in the last eight weeks. Alberta's Agriculture Minister is warning the province's farming and ranching community that livestock rescue may not be possible as rising temperatures in the coming days are expected to spread already devastating wildfires. Nate Horner says anyone with concerns about animals should contact municipal officials first. Mounting frustration over the province's response to the wildfire situation has prompted some residents to take matters into their own hands, causing danger to themselves and fire crews operating under a highly coordinated effort. To date, there are 83 active wildfires in Alberta, including 21 out of control. Poultry farms in Quebec are grappling with higher-than-expected outbreaks of avian flu as 20 locations in the province are considered actively infected. Alberta had the next highest number of infected sites with 11, followed by British Columbia with 8. 
More than 7.6 million birds in Canada have either died or been euthanized due to the flu since last year, including 945,000 in Quebec. Public health agencies in Canada, the U.S. and Europe agree the risk to human health remains low. The Simpson Centre for Food and Agricultural Policy has released a report detailing its findings on challenges now facing Canada's poultry sector. The report, co-authored by research assistant Sean Wiskar and Centre Director Guillaume Lermy, used a focus of six stakeholders in the Canadian poultry industry. It recommends several measures, primarily focused on increasing research and streamlining existing systems. In its conclusion, it states that with the small size of Canadian poultry farms, expectations are placed unfairly on farmers across the country, creating regional strain and limiting the market's ability to grow. Wiskar says the research for the report, which began last year, was conceptualized out of an idea that it was really important for public policy to be built out of evidence-based and informed policy from producers. If the U.S. Department of Agriculture is correct, the United States may be in the midst of growing record-breaking corn and soybean crops. On Friday, the USDA released its monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates, which included its first U.S. production estimates for 2023-24. Corn is projected for a record-large crop of 15.265 billion bushels for 2023-24, near the higher end of trade expectations, and an increase of 1.935 billion from the previous year. U.S. farmers are expected to plant 92 million acres with a yield of 181.5 bushels per acre, another potential record. Meantime, U.S. soybean production for 2023-24 was projected at a record-setting 4.51 billion bushels, matching the highest trade estimate. The figure represents a 234 million bushel rise in production, from 2022-23. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, sunny and hazy with a high of 27 degrees. Tonight, a clear clear sky, sort of. A little bit of haze still heading into this evening. A low of 8. Tuesday, sunny. Hazy in the morning. High of 28 degrees. The low 14. Wednesday, sunny. High of 21. The low 5. Thursday, clearing, high of 17, low 5 again. Friday, sunshine, high of 21 degrees, the low 9. Saturday, sunny, high of 28, the low 11. And Sunday, sunshine, high of 31 degrees. Normal highs for this time of year, 19 degrees, normal low 4. Sun rose at 5.11 this morning, and the sun will set at 8.39 tonight. Looking around the province... 
Hot spot is in Prince Albert at 28 degrees. Cold spot in South End at 18. Elsewhere, Estevan, Swift Current, and Weyburn are at 23. Saskatoon, 25. And Yorkton is at 26. In Regina, partly cloudy sky. Winds out of the west at 10 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 29%. Temperature at 24 degrees. That's 75 Fahrenheit. And the barometric pressure is at 102.7 and falling. Down the road in Moose Jaw, mainly sunny. South wind at 18. Temperature 24 degrees as well. Once again in Regina, partly cloudy. West wind at 10. And the temperature at 24 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuctions.com. A crop extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture reports moisture conditions across the province are improved significantly compared to the past couple of years. Matt Struthers provides an update on soil moisture conditions in the province. Uh, so as uh, at the time being, topsoil moisture across the province looks very good. Um, you know, a large pers- uh, percentage of the uh, province is sitting at surplus or adequate levels of, of topsoil moisture. That's that's a big improvement uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, uh, summer 21 and summer 22 uh, were very, very dry. Uh, so it's nice to see this spring uh, we're starting with, uh, with quite a bit of moisture. Uh, not only good for cropland, but also going to be very good for pastures. Um, some of the areas in the, the province do have pockets that are dry, uh, you know, areas of the southwest um, and west central regions, as well as the northwest. Um, and all, you know, it doesn't, it shouldn't be surprising that those areas that are drier got started with seeding a little bit earlier. So, um, you know, still, uh, still some issues out there when it comes to water uh, quality and quantity for livestock as well. Uh, and those producers are reminded that uh, there's supports out there for them and, and that there's a specialist that uh, can help them uh, make some decisions if they need so. Struthers tells us what farmers are seeding right now. Uh, as of right now, most of the crop that's gone in has been uh, the larger seeded crops, so uh, you know your cereals and your your uh, pulses. Um, just with that cool, some of the, the the soil temperatures out there over the past week uh, have been a little bit uh, on the chillier side, just with the weather they'd had. Um, so you know, oil seed crops will be. Uh, going in once that uh, that crop that uh, soil's warmed up just a little bit more. So um, at the time being, we know that uh, there's uh, um, going to be an, uh, an increase in canola and spring wheat acres, and and that's not much of a surprise since the uh, StatsCan information has come out and and the crop report data is is supporting that. So um, so a little bit tick up in the canola and spring wheat acreage, and and uh, and yeah, like I said, most of the crop going in right now is is mostly cereals and, and pulses. He provides his best guess on how long it will take Saskatchewan farmers to finish seeding this spring. What we need is some, uh, you know, just some nice warm weather across the province uh, to allow producers to get all that seed in the ground. And and when it comes to, you know, seeding deadlines, um, you know, uh, crop insurance has their deadline for, I believe, the last one is, is June 20th. Uh, and it all depends on what crop you're, you're seeding. So it's important for producers to understand when those deadlines might be and, and to, to make sure that they're getting the crop in the ground before before those deadlines if they're looking for insurance. So, um, you know, a lot of important uh, decisions to be made. But like I said, you know, the, hopefully the weather will turn around and, and hold out for us and we're able to get the seed in the ground. And Struthers knows it's been a challenging spring for farmers. 
Well, I'd just like to reiterate that, uh, you know, it, the, I know the spring is, is quite uh, damp in many areas uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's going to cause some, uh, some headache here and there. Uh, but I think it's a very positive thing. You know, we're, we're getting the moisture that we wish we had uh, the last couple summers now. Uh, and then hopefully as we get into July and August, uh, when we really need a, a decent rain here or there, hopefully they show up. So, um, you know, with that, I, I would just like to say that I'm optimistic for the year. And then I also hope that producers are being as safe as they can out in the field and, and making sure they all come home at the end of the day. Matt Struthers is a crop extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture based in Moose Jaw. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com We're checking the state of the provincial bee population with Jeff Wilson, the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture's apiculturist based in Prince Albert. He was asked if there were many winter losses. Well, we haven't done the official surveillance yet, but a lot of beekeepers have been calling in and reporting what they're finding and trying to get some help getting the bees healthy again and carry on with the year. So we do have some initial ideas of what's going on. And what I'd say right now is we're doing better than the last year for the both parts, uh, but we're still having some troubles in certain areas of the province. Wilson has traveled to most areas of the province and provides this assessment. We're dealing with quite a bit of the province that had decent results, particularly in the north of the province where most of our honeybees are located. The real problems are kind of centered around Saskatoon and go to the Alberta border. So we have more beekeepers having bigger experience losses in that area. Saying that, not all beekeepers were affected as much. There's always some weird little thing that makes the bees go or not go and some beekeepers did well in the bad area and some beekeepers did poorly in the good area so it's it's a bit of a mixture two things impacted the bee population over the past year the first one is mites it sucks the juices out of the bee and makes gives them viruses and it can kill the bee so that's part of the issue that was going on the mites are getting harder to control but the other issue was last year in some areas of the province the honey production or the honey flow stopped early basically the bees shut down at the time that they were supposed to be raising their overwintering population so they weren't quite strong enough going into the winter then add on to that a really long extended spring and the bees had some extra stress this spring. But some areas are doing quite well and the areas that had that extra kind of early shutdown late last summer, early last fall are having a lot more troubles. Jeff Wilson is the Provincial Ministry of Agriculture's apiculturist based in Prince Albert. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra showed upward movement in early trading today. Canola is up $15.30 to $7.23.62 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is up $6.41 at $394.71 a metric ton. Rest were unchanged. Durham at $409.80. 
feed barley, 345.61. Chickpeas, 1058.22. Flax, 541.98. Lentils, 765.50. Oats, 220.32. Yellow peas, 392.04. Feed wheat, 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up 19.5 cents at $8.65 and one half cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Hartman Livestock Market Report. It's Brett Jensen reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Last week in our regular sale, we had 500 head in offer. Here's how it went. Overall, the cows averaged 136, but the good cows, they brought $1.30 up to 158. Medium cows, they were 90 to $1.30. Hefferets and feeding cows were 180 to 217. The good bulls, they were 140 to 167. Folks, next Thursday, that'll be May the 25th at 1 o'clock p.m., we got a pair sale featuring 100 to 150 good top quality pairs on offer. For further information, give us a call, 773-3174. Canada's source for quality. Heartland Livestock in Swift Current. Now the latest pork prices for both the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants. They're currently at $190.36 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report. Brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Sask Power is reminding farmers to be aware of power lines during seeding. The Provincial Power Company reported 248 cases of farm equipment hitting power lines last year. It's recommended that farmers back up slowly to free themselves, but should stop immediately if the line is not coming free. It's also important to stay inside the vehicle and call the outage center at 310-2220 if safe to do so. More information can be found on Sask Power's website. Statistics Canada says wholesale sales, excluding petroleum, fell 0.1% to $85.6 billion in March led by a drop in the miscellaneous subsector and the machinery, equipment, and supplies subsector. Overall, sales fell in four of the seven subsectors tracked by the agency. Stats Canada says sales in the miscellaneous subsector fell 6.1% to $11.4 billion. The sales in the agricultural supplies industry group fell 15.5% to $4.1 billion. The machinery, equipment, and supplies subsector dropped 2% to $18 billion in March as the computer and communications equipment and supplies industry group fell 9.2% to $4.9 billion. Sales from the farm product subsector rose 19.1% to $4.7 billion. Constant dollar sales excluding petroleum fell 0.3% in March. On the markets, the TSX is up 119 points at 20,539. The Dow is up 90 points to 33,391. Oil is up $1.32 cents at $71.36 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 74.30 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. 
Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.